1: week's man of the post extra time i am your host chris uh with me this week from his dungeon i got ryan
2: it's not a dungeon anymore there's no hooks on the wall it's not sorry it wasn't a dungeon to begin with just to clarify this to any anyone else
1: (laughs) what was it then it
2: listen it's fine let's not get into it because i feel like i dropped myself in it again now
1: (laughs) Uh, and in the background, he's flowing in with his underpants on the outside and Superman shirt on the front. We've got Scott.
0: Hello. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Enjoying my week off work and uh, regretting I have to go to watch Swindon play tomorrow away at Notts County, which could end badly.
1: But Notts County are awful. Yeah,
0: we lost to Cambridge midweek who were second bottom, so I'm not counting my chickens.
1: Uh, uh- they're weird, not County, because they obviously they got so close last year and sacked Kevin Nolan and there's been no new manager bounce with Harry Kuehl is there? No,
0: but I fear the, the new the new new manager bounce could come into fruition tomorrow. New new, new, new. yeah, the new new yeah, <laughs>
1: the new new. Oh, fair enough. Right. Well, as annoyingly taken up looking out for your results on a Saturday at five to five, I shall see how they get on.
0: <laughs> so please don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, right, this week we're gonna be talking about the Champions League. Uh we're gonna be talking about Premier League, some rather juicy fixtures going on across the world, uh, and uh some other bits of positive news. So we were supposed to have Kirsten on today from the Usual Efforts Podcast. She unfortunately can't make it. Um but she was a red or she is still it this. Not was. <laughs> she will be here <laughs> in <the> future. She died. <laughs> She's not dead. <laughs> uh she um she can't make it. So she was going to talk to us about the Red Star-Belgrade versus Liverpool game, which finished uh, Liverpool 4, Red Star 0, two goals from uh, Mo Salah. With his 50th goal in 65 games, Mo Salah who can't hit a barn door right? uh Amani and uh, Bobby Firmino. Um I thought a pretty good start by Red Star-Belgrade and then the man Shakiri came on. What did you think? Do you see any highlights of this? Or
2: I didn't. You know, <laughs> just I to let you know.
1: I got <laughs> I got back from
2: Rome
0: probably about nine, and I tuned into the goal show, the excellent BT goal show, and saw literally hardly anything from that game because it was all wrapped up by them.
1: Oh, so you made some effort, even though you've been in an entirely different country. You made more of an effort than Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, whatever. Dig, dig, (laughs) dig. Well, I will. uh, Kirsten tweeted me earlier, and she said, "I think Liverpool looked um, a Red Star looked better in Liverpool than uh, PSG did." They didn't appear intimidated first. They didn't look like amateurs. I'd expect they'd come back after the break and play like they did for the first 20 minutes. I think the whole pub uh, did too, because she was sat in a bar in uh, Belgrade. Uh, we're all singing Red Star songs at the top of their lungs. It was quite amazing, but I don't think Miljovic got his talk right at half time. They didn't look good at all. Then once the penalty kick happened, it was all over. Um, that was the only time I heard the pub lose heart. Red Star fans just don't like that feeling that everything is against them and that call didn't seem fair at all. Uh, it reinforced the idea that they're still not a big player. Um, and, of course, they had a couple of key players missing as well, like Marco Marin, etc. Chelsea legend Marco Marin. I was about to say, there's a lot <laughs> of players on this
2: It It's weird how many players, will, you know, you say Mo Salah and then you, Marco Marin and it's just like, all well, these players that I'm like, oh, yeah. I recommend that
0: we, we can yeah. talk about Juan Cuadrado in, in the Man United UV game if that brings right.
2: back memories. Even better. Thank you. <laughs> well, he's still a Chelsea player, isn't he? Uh, technically, I think. I think so. he's probably on the book. It's no, a three-year three year loan, think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I think it's a three-year loan that they have. They are purchasing him at the end. I think. Yeah, I think it's for like twenty million.
1: million. I don't think
2: they can turn that. I don't think they can turn that round at this
1: point. In three years' time, will his contract not be in, and they get him for free anyway? <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> uh, Liverpool have scored 48 um, goals in the Champions League since the start of last season that's 10 more than Real Madrid who are the next best and Bobby Firmino has got um, or been involved in 19 goals in the Champions League which is again is the most since the start of last season so they've got their mojo back again after a few sort of turgid results against Chelsea and Manchester City you think that's right Ryan, yeah, looking at you because uh, you're the only one on camera. I know Scott's there, but... <laughs> I'm waving. I'm waving. You're waving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think,
2: no, they're definitely getting their mojo back. Salah's not celebrating still, right? Is that a thing? I saw that he wasn't celebrating his goals or something. Why is that? I don't know. There, there was a big... I saw a headline about it earlier, but I didn't click on the story. There's a reason why he's not celebrating as much when he scores goals. But obviously, there's, there was a lot of talk about him not being... Not being as he, as good as he was last season, but I think obviously a couple of goals now I think will boost everyone's confidence that you know, he's back to scoring ways.
1: Well, he got that one at the weekend, didn't he, Scott, against Huddersfield? Mm. So he's um, he's back and firing. I reckon another forty goals. Do you reckon? Probably,
0: Probably not about
1: another... thirty. Oh. Yeah,
0: let's take the games yeah. into consideration that you've already had.
1: <laughs> yeah, plus you've
0: got dynamic storage in that front line. And you know, clock's going to rotate.
1: Yes, um, and I think he uh, he got an assist for the Marnie goal at the end, didn't he? Yeah, oh, Mar- Mane
0: <laughs> also missed a, a penalty and also was a horrible incident for the, one of the penalties where he barely got touched.
1: I thought he got <laughs> clattered. <laughs> yeah, of course you will. You're a Liverpool fan.
2: Someone tried to kill the poor lad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like they
1: ran on the pitch and assaulted him. Uh, next up for Liverpool, they're at home to Cardiff. Um Liverpool are in beaten in 45 games against promoted teams, going all the way back to Blackpool in 2011, Um, and Allison is looking for a 7th clean sheet in 10 starts, so uh, home to Cardiff, you reckon this is a home banker, guys? Just say it,
0: Chris. Definitely, just say it, yeah. Just, just, No. You no. Know, <laughs> push
2: your chest out. What is it? Push your chest out and say...
1: Nothing can go wrong. Yeah, never, go wrong never, now. ever am I going to say that. Um, Napoli also, uh, rather luckily, got a draw against PSG. But it works out for Liverpool. Liverpool, despite that loss to Napoli in the last round, are now a point clearer. they won on six points. So then you've got Napoli in five, PSG fourth, uh, Red Star in one. But um, mm-hmm. Lorenzo and Signy with a rather cool goal at first. I'd not quite get that bright green font on their yeah. shirts. Scott, <laughs> if you've seen that. It. No, it's
0: not It's not pretty, but can we talk about the equaliser? Uh, the the Di Maria oh. goal. Oh my God, it, yeah. it sent Jul- Julian Laurent into a delirium <laughs> on the goal show. <laughs> I, think he, I think he went into full meltdowns, I love the goal.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it doesn't take much to get him wound up, does it? <laughs> no, not about PSG. <laughs> uh, I think we're very lucky because that was a really unfortunate own goal as well, that deflection.
0: Yeah, it was off Mario Rui. Um, yeah. if if you have any you two seen the video that's been floating around where um Koulibaly yes. and Mario Rui are uh, like defending against I think it's Mbappe mm. and Koulibaly just pushes Mario Rui over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get over there.
0: Get over there, push him. We all <laughs> wanted to do that to him. Yeah, it's quite important. Napoli have been really decent this season and um I watched the game on Saturday. Um Ancelotti's gotten playing some good football mm. and in, in senior he's having this season where he's been playing up front instead of wide left. Him and Mertens have been like alternating with um, Minnick up top and they, they look really, really good. Because um, Sarri, as Ryan would know as being a Chelsea fan, he only likes to use like 13 or 14 players in the league and he's he pretty much done them into the ground last season and Ancelotti is pretty much using his whole team and it's really good to see that they're given teams a go. Look, like they beat Liverpool in the last round. They like, absolutely battered Liverpool. When Liverpool, <laughs> I think, didn't have a shot on goal, on target. And Insigne scored right at the end. I think I I can see PSG not qualifying out of this group.
1: I can as well, actually. Because um, that was the away game for Napoli, wasn't it, against PSG? Yeah, and
0: I think they could get something at home in the return they'll get at San Paolo.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could be looking at a situation where Liverpool are on nine points, Napoli on eight, and PSG is stuck on four. And they've got two games to make that gap up, haven't they?
0: Yeah, they've got uh, Liverpool at home, and I imagine Red Star away.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which... Liverpool at home to Napoli on the last game of the seed, of the group round. If you know, if they just need to play out some kind of gentleman's draw or something like that, then yeah,
0: like <laughs> Italian teams don't do that in Serie, a, do they? No, not at all. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, no. <laughs> wink, wink, biscotto. Um,
1: I asked them. I asked Kirsten again about Napoli because she's a Napoli fan as well. So she said, at um, um. As for Napoli, she said, well, I'd like to say, go on the record once more, saying I very much dislike Mario Rui. Uh, we need Google <laughs> <a level laughs> back. <laughs>
2: yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: but it wasn't a bad result. And the 21 match sequence, the last of which by Jose Caleron was drool worthy, uh, that led to Insigne's goal, was a reminder that PSG do have weaknesses uh, and those can be exploited, which is pretty much what we've, we've said, haven't we?
0: Mm-hmm. They need another midfielder, don't they? They keep playing Marquinhos at centre mid when he's a, a world class centre-back, but he's not a central
1: midfielder. The thing is, I mean, I, this was mentioned again. I can't remember which one mentioned. on one of the podcasts I steal things from. Um, PSG have got a core of about four or five world-class players. So you've got your and Mbappes, Neymar's, Marquinhos, and then there's a a Kevane's... As much as we yeah. add him in.
0: Maybe <laughs> maybe Buffon, but Buffon is literally forty-one. I think now. exactly. it's a long-term <laughs> yeah.
1: thing. But then there's a yeah. real big drop-off down to your other players, aren't they? I mean, I like Kazawa at fullback, yeah. and Rabiot is a good player. But
0: there's a and player. Thomas Munier as well is good right back. I think they're good. Yeah, they're but they're just
2: not... Not... It's just like you've got top, top, yeah. top-level players, yeah. and then and then middle-round players. Yeah, yeah. There's no in between.
1: No, exactly. Uh, and speaking of middle ranked players, PSV 2, Spurs 2. Um, <laughs> See, you wouldn't say that if Jesse was on. Would oh, you? I've got all sorts lined up for if she was on. Um, i got Hervin Lozano and De Jong scored for PSV. Uh, Lucas Mora uh, opened the scoring for Spurs, and Harry Kane took the lead, obviously, before PSV equalised. Harry Kane now with the same number of Champions League goals as George Ware and Leicester City. Um, the Hugo Lloris red card that kind of was a pivotal moment in this. Um, do we think it was a red card? There was it, a couple of defenders there, weren't what
2: there? We, what was the? Well, yeah. The reason given was that it, it was last man. Then no, it's not a red. If the red is for dangerous play, then I can sort of buy it because his foot is dangerously quite high. Yeah. And I mean, the question is, what is he even doing out there in the first place? No. The defenders. The fact that the defenders are there suggests that he has no need to be that far out to try and catch the ball uh, to like intercept the ball anyway. He's done this a couple of times, series so where he's he's ran out for something that he doesn't need to run out for and yet he's beaten to it, or he catches someone and that he just puts his team in a massive heap of trouble. There
1: was a goal the other week at Wembley, did the Same thing, wasn't it? Barcelona? It was, Barcelona, yeah. That yeah, was Barcelona, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. He, he came wildly goal. out and
2: someone just put it in. It's just why do it yeah. again, especially?
1: Exactly. Um, Hugo Lloris is the fifth player with uh, a double L in his name to be sent off in Champions League history. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> How many of the others can you name? <laughs> double L? Yeah. With red cards? Yeah. First or second name?
0: Oh, I may, I may have one.
1: On. Michael Ballack No. Is Fernando Llorente one No. Oh, okay. Well, Here's some clues. Uh, one is still playing. That, that really helps. <laughs> He's got big hair he, in Manchester. Fellaini. Okay. One is a Chelsea legend and World Cup winner. <laughs> Chelsea. Is that See, narrows it down. <laughs> the World Cup winner. <laughs> World Cup, when, when, what World Cup? 98. Ooh, no, uh, no, no,
0: no. Front, front of the birth.
1: No. Michael, no, no he got wins. sent off in the final. Oh, that's how you. That's yeah. Other one is a Liverpool, Cardiff, Blackburn. Um, Craig Bellamy. Craig, Craig Bellamy. Bellamy. And the other one, oh, you might. i get this. This isn't his first name. Um, he's a former Arsenal player. Arrived one of the sort of the first signings of Wenger. His first name is Gilles, which is where the double L is.
0: Oh, is it Gilles Grimaldi? It is. Yes. Oh, oh, right, okay. <laughs> So I was thinking, Nelson Vivas? No, you know, not him. He punched someone when he was managing in Argentina. No, well, he not did, him. He took his shirt off he, with nuts, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he
1: did. <laughs> um, also in Group B, Barcelona beat Inter Milan 2-0. So, that means Barcelona on nine points, Inter on six, Spurs and PSV on one each. Now, Pochettino saying that um, Spurs' chances of qualifying are quote-unquote nearly over. He's right, really, isn't he? Yes, pretty so.
0: much, pretty much. If only in, I could... I think Spurs will beat PSV at home, but I can also see Inter picking up a result against Barcelona at San Siro.
1: I mean, this is, um, well, once you could assume as a mistake, twice isn't, because they were ahead against Inter with only a couple of minutes to go, weren't they? Um, And they're in the same situation this week. If they could kill a game off like Pochettino said they should have done, then this group could be a whole lot different, couldn't it?
0: Yeah, I think the inter game could come back to haunt them. Where you won the lap with three minutes mm. to go, and then uh, Ficino and Maradoni score with, with two goals in three minutes.
2: Yeah, it, I remember from that game they didn't exactly like with without a little time left they didn't exactly sit back and protect the game, did they? I think they still yeah, try, try to go take for the it. ball out, yeah. and and that's a, I think that's something that either Pochettino is t- training them to almost do, or he's not saying to them, listen, you need to. We we're not going to kill the game off with an extra goal so we need to make sure that we protect it
1: Yeah, I mean Spurs zero Champions League wins in five and zero clean sheets, it doesn't bode well for the future of this Champions League group, but Monday night uh, they're at home to Manchester City aren't they?
2: It's a tasty they game
1: mm-hmm. They can go top can't they I think if they beat Man City. Yeah, if other results go their way they can can't they? Yeah. Um, Spurs looking for the fifth straight Premier League win, so it's a little bit different for them in the Premier League um, and they've only lost two out of 21 games at Wembley
2: they're home for even a bit longer now.
1: They are. Aren't they? Yeah, it's <laughs> been
2: in. it's been delayed again.
1: Again, oh, what is today
2: say? it? Is it to yeah, Daniel Levy. I think. <coughs> in fact, I think the club have confirmed that it's it's now definitely 2019.
1: Oh wow! What summer? That's a mess.
2: Well, I don't I don't think he said I don't think they've said, but most fans are just saying just put it, put it to the, just put it to the next season if you're going to be like that. Yeah. Just get on with it. But um, it's, it hasn't got an open date, but they've given an update to say that. Um, they're trying to get all ha- all home games will be played at Wembley Stadium up to and including the game against Wolverhampton Wanderers on the 29th of December
0: so, yeah, 2019 it is then so.
1: yeah it could be um, Manchester City of course who had that 3-0 win against Shakhtar Donetsk. goals from David Silva uh, American Report and Bernardo Silva's lovely little goal at the end there Bernardo Silva is fast becoming my most exciting player in that team I think, he's wonderful to watch isn't he very very, very, very good.
0: I'm with you on that as well. He's a very good player. He yeah. was brilliant at Monaco <clears throat> a couple of years ago, and just I think he's bringing that form now this season to Man City.
1: Yeah, he goes under the radar a little bit, doesn't he? With Sterling and Silva and Aguero sort of taking the yeah. bullets, but yeah, he gets the ball and he'll sort of run at people or he'll do something with it. It's very exciting most weeks. Um, the first English team to win away at Chatkar in their various locations within the Ukraine. So it was no mean feat, was it?
0: No, There's also heard the. Uh, is it? Sh- they got Manci got left. back is it called Shichen- Shichenko? Is it Shichenko? Yeah, yeah the Ukrainian. <laughs> have you heard this? Yeah. Have you two heard the story about that?
1: They, yes, about his family.
0: Yeah, he was put up for press on. I gather the press in Lviv, which I know where Chata play their games now. And it's like you've put up for press on Monday. He brought his family, including like twenty nine friends, to the game. He <laughs> wasn't even in the uh, in the match day squad. <laughs> That's
1: Classic pair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Manchester City at top of that group with Leon on fifth. Uh, sorry, with five points in second place. Sorry, uh, Hoffenheim Schackar bringing up the rear on two points. Hoffenheim three, Leon three. Ninety-second minute, delivery the equaliser there for Hoffenheim. Um, Looked a bit offside. It did a little bit, didn't it? <laughs> it was
0: a good game. Lovely goalkeeper and howler for Triore's goal.
1: Oh yes, that went, went, no. I thought that was a defender's fault.
0: Yeah, he played it out oh, because he play it out to your centre back, if you, <laughs> and then and then he lost it, and then Triori just come, Triori just come in and just went, thanks. I will take the goal.
2: Another Chelsea legend. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> you know, but and Troyori another know, Chelsea legend. Every game. Yeah, <laughs> he's had a good season at Leon actually. so a good. Uh, he played well from last season.
1: Yeah,
2: he he's actually a very good player. I, I was actually a little bit disappointed when we let him go. I, I mm. thought he he could do a job. The, uh,
0: Memphis Depay took his goal pretty well. I love his celebration with the uh, the fingers to the ears.
1: Yeah, hmm. um they're doing quite well. I mean, they're they're down in the league a little bit, but I think they could be a tough team to play against in the Champions League in one-off games. Depending on how long Fekir's out, because you've got Dembele as well, haven't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Dembele, who uh, I think Arsenal were looking at in the summer, and he's uh, what I've seen is absolute monster in the centre midfield. Yeah, I think he's worth like sixty million already. Oof.
1: Oh, no, very much so. It's interesting what you said about the goalkeeper, because I hadn't thought for a moment that was the goalkeeper's fault. And have you heard the Goal show this week? Yes. Where they're blaming Donnarumma for Riccardi's winner. Yeah, the I, derby. I, I also blame Donnarumma, who literally went walkabouts. <laughs> <Did they, laughs> for the I, goal. I, no, I thought it was the defender's fault for leaving him very much uh, unmarked. Well, Donnarumma comes back and then backtracks, uh. so... Yeah, he does a bit. Have you seen the clip where um the camera is just an Icardi for the thirty yeah, seconds yeah. beforehand? Yeah. Brilliant. It's, Have you seen this Ryan?
0: Movement no. brilliant.
1: It's Icardi in the thirty seconds leading up to him scoring the winning goal. Um and you know you were talking about him pre record about him being this just guy who just stands in the penalty area and that's how he gets his goals. Yeah. Um that's pretty much what he does. He just sort of his little sort of He's watching the ball, but trying to create his own space as well, isn't he? Um, and he eventually sort of sees the cross coming, makes his way loose from the defender, and and heads the ball in. It's quite fascinating. Mm. There was a clip a couple of years ago, of Sergio Ramos scoring against Bayern Munich from a corner. Um, with Sergio Ramos with all the goals he gets from sort of set pieces, and the corner was the, the camera was just on him, and he was talking mm. to his players with little gesticulations little nods of the head or little sort of winks or movements with his hands saying just go this way go that way all very sort of quiet and secretive just to create space for himself to score it was really good as well if you could find that did,
0: did he did he elbow or punch anyone
1: no he didn't get near anyone he just happened through gesticulating to his teammates he just got himself into a wealth of space
2: see if it works he doesn't have to elbow someone but yeah. if someone is in his way he just he'll just put just, it in there, put, put it in yeah. there
1: I really like yeah. Sergio Ramos. I know what he did to most salad, but I've always liked Sergio Ramos. I think he's great.
2: It's just great,
0: like...
1: it's just great, he's just great entertainment. Yeah. But did you like
0: what Eric Dyer did to him? Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh we of love that don't we <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> he's one of the coolest looking footballers, of course, he's Sergio Ramos.
2: He is, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that.
1: Um did you hear what Guilherme Balague said on the EuroLeague podcast this weekend with you? No. There is possibly a move to try and get rid of Sergio Ramos because it's seen that he's got too much clout at the club and maybe he's getting a bit too big for his boots and Perez oh. might be wanting to, to get rid of
2: him. I don't think that would be good. I don't think that would be good with with no. losing Ronaldo in the summer. You're not going to lose yeah, losing... us, are you? yeah,
0: that's two leaders lost.
2: Exactly. completely.
1: Uh, and speaking of Ronaldo, Manchester United Neil Juventus won. Paolo Dybala, who chokes in the big games, of course. Um, <coughs> this was like a little masterclass of football, really, wasn't it? This was Manchester United 10 shots, uh, sorry, one shot to Juve's uh, Juventus 70% possession. Um, Mourinho, uh, he's trying to come up with this sort of we're a small club narrative. He was talking today about how Everton or Manchester United are on a par with Everton and Manchester United need investment to compete with teams like Juventus and Manchester City and it doesn't work because they're Manchester United.
2: Yeah, and and the fact that they're still able to spend 80, 90 million pe- pounds on a player yeah. like Pogba, like, you, you can't say. You were a small club to Juve when you bought one of Juve's players. Like yeah. that, it's usually the big clubs take your players, not you take it from a big club. In theory, so yeah, I don't buy that, and that's obviously Mourinho, it's it's Mourinho trying to deflect from his team. Yes, not completely. <laughs> it's what he does.
1: He's doing it less and less well, though. I think people are starting to see through it, aren't they?
2: Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I've just I've just seen a stat as I was scrolling through. They've won two games at home all season.
1: Yeah, it's their fourth home defeat in 13 games. Um, it took them 81 games to get four defeats at home last time, so it's not fortress Old Trafford anymore, is it?
2: It's not. I mean, even when you've got when you've got someone like Gary Lineker tweeting, they need to get one more for Man United to attack," that <laughs> it just says a whole lot, really, doesn't it?
1: well Manchester United uh, are next at home to Everton who they've got the best Premier League record against they've scored 98 goals and got 35 wins against Everton uh, which is more than any other opponent in Premier League history for them so this is what they'd really want to win but Everton looking for their fourth straight Premier League victory um, can we see an upset here in Manchester United winning
2: I, th- I don't think there's a guarantee that they're going to be joke. winning anymore
0: no, well, that, yeah there <laughs> was a joke there a joke upset
1: Man United home win. Yes, I said, can you see an upset Oh, I here, see, Ryan, sorry. Just, sorry
2: <laughs> I didn't even hear that, but I said, is it going to be an upset? And I just thought, whatever.
1: It's not like I have to explain my own jokes to my children. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ryan, dig me out of a hole. Dig you out of a hole? No, <laughs> I'm not going to do <laughs> Just bury him. That's bury him, keep kicking the soil on top. <laughs> um, go on, how do you reckon it's going to go?
2: I think it will be a... a Draw,
0: yeah. bloody... <laughs> I'll be on the same wavelength as Ryan. I see it being a draw as well. Yeah, yeah. I take the splinters out of my ass as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> there was a smugness in his face, Scott, when he said it was going to be a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I saw
0: that when he was that like, when he said Mourinho is deflecting all the <laughs> all the way just Ryan's just like, mm, yeah, I can see that actually He does that quite a lot. <laughs>
1: Uh, Group H then, Juventus top at nine points, then Manchester United four. Um, Valencia on two young boys on one. Young boys drew 1-1 with Valencia. Guess who scored for Valencia, Ryan?
2: Chelsea legend, Mitsubatio. That was every man. game. Uh,
1: exactly. It's Bats a good man. goal, actually. Did you see it? Batsman, yeah. It's good for him.
2: He, I think he's a really good striker.
1: Is he on loan or is it he he he, bought him?
2: He's he's on loan. Because um, when he was when he was playing for Dortmund at the back end of last season, before he got his injury, his goals were really good. And I think I think he... If he gets into a team and I think he'll, he'll he'll get you goals, but he probably won't be at Chelsea because we never play any of our players out online.
1: Would you rather have him than Morata?
2: Yes. Yeah? He's just more cool anyway. I love his Twitter. <laughs> his just and he kicked that ball against his face in the World Cup and that's just that's <laughs> still the best moment of that whole thing.
1: I mean, he took the ball. He took the goal well. Took it, he, um, he took the ball around the keeper and sort of slotted it down at the near post. He did take that very well indeed, mm. so... Um, right elsewhere uh, Group E AEK Athens 0 Bayern Munich 2 Ajax uh, 1 Benfica 0 so Ajax and Bayern Munich are top on 7 points Benfica 3 AEK 0 Group G Scott
0: that's of a lot
1: <laughs> Roman <laughs> 3 <laughs> 0 so you
0: were there weren't you yeah I was and you could probably hear more of this on the uh, European Man on the Post podcast oh,
2: when being... Ryan edits <laughs> <When laughs> yeah. it
0: Ryan edits just put it. that
2: in there just uh that's me. Yeah.
0: me and James went into a bit of detail, detail about the game he was at and this game in question as well. It was it was good Roma performance that was needed after losing on Saturday against Spau, <laughs>
1: which
0: should never have happened. Um, a dodgy penalty and a, a stupid goal. Succeed. Yeah, it was good. Alan Jaco proven this season his, his quality again in the Champions League. He's joint top goal scorer, Leo Messi. Um, two good goals and then an assist for under... Um, really good performance, but uh, against Seska who started strongly and then ended strongly, but the middle for them wasn't very good. Um, they started Jagowev on the bench, but when he came on, he, he made them tick in. Um, fair play to the Seska fans for the whole game. They were chanting, uh, let off a couple of flares at the ends, as they, they tend to, and um, uh, a bit of trouble with the Metro as well, as the uh, they got caught mm. in the escalator, which was a bit frightening to see. I
1: can imagine. Yeah, they didn't look very good at all, did it? No, um,
0: no. It's about twenty fans got injured, and um, reports were saying that the uh, one of uh, the fans had to have his foot amputated.
2: Ooh.
0: yeah. Oh, no, not good.
1: Um, Eddie Jekko, It's impossible not to love the man, isn't
0: it? Oh my God, no. He's he's, he's been brilliant the last couple of years for Roma. He didn't he didn't start off the the best in his first season. He missed some horrible chances, but uh, the season with Spalletti. Uh, where Roma finished second, it, when he scored 29 goals. He was tremendous to watch in that season, and he's just taken his goal uh, in the last couple of years, like even more this season. Like his hold-up play, is brilliant. If you see it for the th- for the third goal for Under, it just mm. like gets in front of the defender, just guides it to Under. He just finishes first time to the top corner brilliantly. I think he's a very underrated player. And I'm just w- I watched the goal show earlier um, with Chris Sutton. When on when highlights, he said he's right. With him in the side, Rome will have a chance. And I'm, I'm sort of trying to agree with him, because they got to the semi-finals last year. Um, We've hope... not to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, against Liverpool. Yeah, but <laughs> if they can get out of the group with Sesca and Real Madrid, I take it as a success.
1: Well, you're both on six points at the top there, aren't you? Because Real Madrid beat Victoria Pleasant 2-1. Yeah. Uh, our very own Tom and Greg were there, so What have you got left? Where are your two games next? So you're home to Real Madrid, aren't you? Uh,
0: Away to Sesca and then home to Real Madrid, which I was going to try and nab a ticket for, but I think it's pretty much sold out.
1: Is it? Yeah. I tell you what, I listened to your podcast last week and one thing that I really... um, Picked up on was the fact that you walk to the ground. And walking to a football ground is brilliant because it appears yeah. towards you bit by bit, doesn't it? You know, first yeah. you see the lights of the floodlights, and then you sort of round a corner, and then you can sort of see a bit of the stadium, you walk towards you, and it sort of gets bigger and bigger upon you. Walking to a stadium is fantastic, isn't it?
0: I yeah, thought
2: Mourinho did this week. Wasn't yeah, he, he it did. Was, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said it was a
0: two-minute walk, and he said he didn't get like um, any fans get go up to him. But there was like people on social media were saying, "Oh, yeah, I've just seen Jose walking to the grounds."
1: <laughs> well did you see? Someone, some wank suggested why do not you stay at the um, hotel Manchester, and he said, "I'd rather stay in a zoo." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Group A. won, um, Monaco won Thierry Henry's first game in uh, the Champions League. He's still looking for his first win, wasn't he? Because they lost at the weekend, didn't they? Strasbourg, Strasbourg, yeah. that was it. Yeah. Um, Dortmund 4, Atletico Madrid nil. Uh Man of the Post legend Jason Sancho scored. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you wouldn't expect an Atletico Madrid team to ship 4, would you? Either of you. No, that was okay. the first time
0: since 20, 2009 against Chelsea. So that's, no, we won't talk about that then. It's a good nine years. That's pre-Simeone as well.
2: Yeah, oh, is it? So, oh, There's a lot yeah. of talk about Simeone. There's a few people was a vocal online as always. It's calling for his head. not
0: It's one game, and they're like doing really well in the league. I know they started off quite poorly, but like in recent weeks, they've come back stronger. But this Dortmund side are like really, really enjoyable to watch.
1: I do wonder why is he still there? Because I don't think he'll win the Champions League with them, and he's done. I think he's taken them as far as he can get them with Atletico mm. Madrid. And you think some of the other jobs that are coming up, that he doesn't really get mentioned for them. It was talk of Inter a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Before Spalletti? Yeah. But other he... than that, he's not really. Well, anything. He's,
2: he's always he's always been linked with the Chelsea job whenever it's Has come he? up. He's
1: no, always he's,
0: been... he's, he was linked to Arsenal as well, wasn't
2: he? he, he I think he's always linked to the big jobs. But then even after after like the first. Week or something. It's usually he's definitely staying at Atletico. He's not going to leave them for for any Premier <coughs> League club or anything like that. And then it dies a death.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, Dortmund and Athletic Madrid both on six points. Monaco and Bruges on one. And finally, Group D: um, Galatasaray nil, Shakhtar nil, and then uh, Lokomotiv, Was- Lokomotiv Moscow one, Porto three. So Porto top one, seven. Mm. Uh, Shakhtar second, on five. Galatasaray four. Lokomotiv Moscow nil. Um, right. There's some games coming up in Europe and football land this weekend that look a bit tasty. Uh, we'll start in Spain, show, because there's something going on in Barcelona, isn't there?
0: There's a, bit, there's a game going on.
1: Yeah. El <laughs> Pasco. Uh, uh, festival season, yeah. Barcelona, Real Madrid. Barcelona top at 18 points. Uh, Espanyol and Oliver second and third and 17. Sevilla on 16. Real Madrid in seventh on 14 points. Um... Talk about -er Lopetegui. I've had two beers. -er -er Lopetegui? Lopetegui. Lopetegui. Talk of him being a dead man walking whatever the result for this, isn't there?
2: Definitely. Uh, I saw there was something earlier that apparently they wanted to sack him after the Champions League games as well. I really? So soon. But it's just... It's not working out for him, is it? You know, they, they didn't get a replacement in... Um, for Ronaldo and I think that they're paying that price but it's just not working out I don't, I don't know what it is with the pl- whether the players aren't working for him or what but it's just not working
0: he's had a lovely last couple of months hasn't he getting sacked by Spain before the World Cup <laughs> replaced by Fernando Hierro and um on his way out, there's a there's a rumour flying around that Antonio Conte has had his contract terminated at Chelsea. And, yeah, uh,
2: a, an agreement has been reached. Been made,
0: and, yeah, and he could become the new Real Madrid coach.
2: And something we were talking about pre-record was about Courtois. So Courtois <laughs> apparently came out and said, "Well, he was, he was being interviewed, and he was like, I, do, I really don't like the idea of, of Conte or Mourinho because I left Chelsea to get away from that. Just read a, a further update to that. He's now suing that publication because he says he swears he never said anything
1: to that. Well, oh, that means Conte's going to <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> Definitely means it's happening. I wonder
1: if Lopetegui, when he goes home at night and brushes his teeth and looks in the mirror before he goes to bed, thinks, what on earth have I done? Yeah. yeah the whole, the whole same thing
2: was just ridiculous anyway. While you do it two or three days before a tournament, is beyond me. And I think that probably unsettled the Spanish players they've got anyway. Yeah. So I'm not overly surprised that, you know, he's he's in this position. Oh, you and he's, they obviously someone like Ramos
1: but, might be thinking Revenge is a dish best served uh, cold here.
2: Well, yeah. Oh. And we all know Ramos is tight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shithouse. Shithouse. How do you think this one's going to go? I mean, it's the first Classico for a while without Messi or Ronaldo, I imagine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but I think it'll be the first is. one without them.
2: Yeah, the that's one in a couple of years without well, them both.
1: Yeah, so uh, how do we think this one's going to go?
0: I still think Barca, because um, they've got home advantage, and Real Madrid have been an utter, utter mess this season. Mm. Um, I was listening to Graham Hunter on a pod this week, and I'd sort of agree with him. There's one player to watch out for, and it's
2: Artur, who's come yes. from Brazil. Oh, he's, he's very good up, yeah, again, yeah. manager. No, yeah, Manager, <laughs> <laughs> it.
0: As we were talking about football manager pre pod, <laughs> um, he's been like s- settling quite nicely into the Barcelona system, and um, yeah, he's speaking very highly after the, him after the weekend. And I think Suarez is starting to hit the ground running now. He always struggles first off in the season when he's when he starts because he's always carrying that extra weight from pre-season. And he looks like he, he's not really a footballer. But then as the season comes along, he, he, he starts to score quite a lot. And I just can't see this Real Madrid side winning against Barcelona.
1: Speaking of Suarez, did anyone see Brozovic in the free kit this week? That I was going to mention this
2: earlier. Yeah, same
1: as <laughs> amazing.
2: I, thought, cause I I saw a clip of <clears throat> um, what's his name, Skinnier as well. Um doing some sort of no nonsense defending as well.
0: Yeah, Grinya probably one of the best defenders in Serie
2: I like Inter. I've managed them off the monthly manager of past couple of seasons, and I just I really enjoy them. There's just got so many players. So I just. I mean that the slide the slide underneath a free kick is just excellent. <laughs> he
0: done it with so much he just like so much coolness to it. He just like, oh yeah, he's gonna do it. Oh there he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: also Valladolid versus uh second place Espanol and uh Alan is in third place of playing Villarreal.
0: Can I ask, do you two know who the owner of Real Valladolid is now? No. Well, he's a former, he's a World Cup winner, uh, had a dodgy hair during the 2002 World Cup. George it's
2: Ronaldo. It's Ronaldo.
1: Oh, OK. Oh, well, wow. I think he's the pre, the club president. I don't like it when the people ask the questions.
2: Because <laughs> you don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you don't know
1: the answer. <laughs> that's why I asked him. <laughs> probably listening at
2: your notes going, this isn't on here. That's
1: not on here, it does not compute. Oh, yes, <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it, he took over?
2: Yeah, they, they've they done quite
0: well since he took over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they've done very well, haven't they? Because um, my only remembrance of Alaves is the UEFA Cup final versus Liverpool in 2001. So That crazy game. That crazy game, yeah. So they're doing very well to be where they are now. Uh, in Germany, Dortmund are on top on 20 points, followed by Gladbach and Bremen both on 17. Um, Bayern Munich on 16 and then Red Bull in um, fifth place. So you've got Dortmund versus Hertha Berlin. Uh, Freiburg versus Borussia Mönchengladbach Gladbach, Mainz versus Bayern Munich, and Werder Bremen versus Um Bayer Leverkusen. Italy is where it's at this weekend. For some of them, isn't it? Um, it is Empoli versus Juventus. Juventus are top, and it's Napoli versus Roma. Right before you say anything, Scott. Um. I've got a comment again from Kirsten about Roma because she's a Napoli fan, so I asked her to comment again. So she said, Di Francesco is still likely in trouble, but last time I said that they beat Lazio. um, Sorry, Di Francesco is still in trouble, but last time I said that they beat Lazio. Uh, Napoli need to keep their heads because Roma have a way of coming through in unlikely situations. Um, What do you make it to what she said there? I'm
0: nodding my head. I completely agree.
1: It's not great for podcasting. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, yeah. as, as you two on video, I'm not. Yeah, I completely
0: agree. Every time that Roma are, like are in a bit of trouble, they seem to sneak their way out of it. Like yeah. they, lo- they lost mm. uh, a, a couple of games earlier in the season, and then they went on a four to f- four game winning streak, and then they lost at the weekend, and they <laughs> won again on Tuesday night. They always seem to d- win at Naples. Like the last couple of seasons, they've won away at, in Naples, and it's. Really convincing wins. They won three one with Jacko scoring a couple. And last season they won four two after going one 0 behind. Um, I just hope they just keep their heads in this game because if they lose, Di Francesco could be on the chopping board.
1: Where are you? The- oh, seventh you're in the league, aren't you?
0: Yeah, it hasn't in the league. They've just not turned up in some of the games, but in mm. Champions League they've done pretty well. Are
1: they playing for him? has he quote unquote lost the dressing room? No, I think they're playing for
0: him. They put. It's just like it's is changes in the games. Like, last Saturday, there was no real leader on the pitch. There was no Dorossi, no Kolarov. And they're, like, the two main guys in the in the squad who, like, are winners. Mm. Like, in the summer, they sold Nainggalan and Strootman, who are, like, very determined midfielders who would literally put 100% on the line. And they sold Nainggalan for, I think it was, like, 25 million plus Santon and then sold Struppman to Marseille a day before the window shut in France, so they could, really couldn't get a replacement in. Well, they had Steven and Zonzi in. So, it's just some of the tactics he's used this season have been a bit strange. When, like, against AC Milan, he went three at the back, and Milan had, like, 33 shots on goal, and Roma had, like, six. So, yeah, just, like, some strange decisions
1: have hindered him this season. When people people asking last year for him to play three at the back?
0: Yeah, I was one of them, and he did it against Liverpool, and what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got out of St. Gubb 5-2. We were 5 nil down after like 15 minutes. OK,
1: so Yeah there's I, the reason I, why he doesn't do it now.
0: Yeah, like, they, the defence bar Manilas is slow. So you've got Fazio, who's... My mum can turn quicker than him, and she's <laughs> 65. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just hope they don't capitulate. They some, some, sometimes some of the players can lose their heads hmm. in big games. When is it? It's Sunday, is it? Sunday night. And there's also a very good game on Monday night. I
1: was to say, yeah, Inter. yeah. 5th
0: of May 2002 comes to mind.
1: Yeah. Um, be happy. This is, this is a nice game, Lazio Inter, Ryan. All the ultras mixed together.
2: Ooh. I nice love thing.
1: that. Uh, also this weekend in France... Um, PSG are top on 30 points, then Lille second on 22, Montpellier third on 19, Um, so Lille will play Cannes, and Marseille versus PSG, Ryan, with your BT Sport, it's uh, Le Classique, your pauper's BT Sport, it's it's Le Classique, it's in Marseille, how do you think this one's going to go,
2: Ryan? I I, I don't know.
0: come
1: on, Ryan. (laughs)
0: Say PSG away win. PSG away <laughs> win. It's not, it's not too hard, is it? <laughs> well, Marseille, <laughs> lost,
1: <clears throat>
0: Marseille lost to Lazio yesterday in the Europa League.
1: Make a case for Lazio. They haven't beat them since 2011, have they? So make a case for Marseille. So I reckon well, uh, the velodrome, big cold atmosphere. Strutland's done OK, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, he started pretty well for them. And Rudy Garcia is very hit and miss. Mm. Like, as a Roma fan, we had him as a coach for two and a bit years and his first season he was brilliant and then the last like year and a half of his reign was very turgid but PSG and Ligue have haven't lost a game this season
1: Is um, Adil Rami still taking cold showers having been dumped by Pam Randerson? I thought
0: it was the other way round wasn't it? Oh he dumped her? I've, that's what I've heard Oh why? <laughs> I'm not too sure what I, I, me and Adil Rami are not very on good
1: speaking terms Are you not? Has he blocked you? Probably, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, I tell you what—if he's on it as well, Mitroglou could be a key. Yeah. he's one of those players that he blows incredibly hot, and incredibly cold. But he will score you. Uh, I get well. I get. I get the feeling. I get the impression that he scores lots of goals with just one touch, tap-ins or you... headers or something like that. And if he's on it, then he could be quite a key
0: but there's, there's I think two other players if Dimitri Payet and Tarvan are on form Marseille could mm. like could be asking a lot of questions of PSG
1: go on I'm going to call it here I'm going to call a Marseille win
2: I'm not I'm just going to stick with my my brilliant prediction <laughs> <No one else. laughs> PSG win fair enough PSG away win there you go.
1: Uh, also on your BT Sport Ryan it's the um, Sydney Derby Sydney FC versus Western Sydney Wanderers
2: See, I would have if, if it was going to be that I, was going to be, I would have watched the one from last week but I didn't you didn't watch
1: the Melbourne, oh, the, derby. No, the Melbourne didn't. derby no I Melbourne derby no
2: I should you, have
0: you got beat as good goal well, from haven't Honda you? Scott, you I have yeah. yeah yeah it was a good goal from Honda last week wasn't
1: it it was it was a very good goal from Honda last week definitely and there was um, lots of varness in the uh, the other game that I watched Central Coast Mariners versus someone I can't remember who it was um, was he Usain Bolt playing no <laughs> he's not anymore do you watch any A League, Scott? Um, I have it on
0: sometimes in the background, but honestly, answer no. Oh, you should watch this one <laughs> tomorrow. I, I'm not, I'm not at home tomorrow. I'll be at
1: a game. Oh, okay. You'll be watching football in real life. Yes, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, and finally, in Holland, um, that's uh, Ajax versus final, which you can hear about as uh, Scott said earlier on on the um, European. Uh, podcast from Man on the Post, PSV in, a top in there on 27 points, Ajax got 22 points, final 20 points. So, Ajax versus Feyenoord, um Napoli-Roman, Lazio versus Inter, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. What sort of platform can you watch this on, Scott?
0: What, the the, the Serie A game, the Spanish game and the Dutch game? Yeah. I think you could watch it all on 11 sports.
1: <laughs> 11 sports? Brian, have you got 11 sports?
0: <laughs> I don't have an 11 sport. <laughs> oh, never mind. If anyone could see Ryan right now, he's got his glasses on the top of his head, rubbing his eyes. I'm
1: just, you know. <laughs> uh, in bits of positive news, uh, Zen has said he can handle a trip to Belgrade in a couple of weeks. Um, bearing in mind his eagle celebration as he scored for Switzerland in the summer, that's going to be interesting, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he's going to have to he's have his big boy score. Yeah, He's got to have his big boy pants on that day.
1: I think he's. Oh, I keep, like you would say, Ryan, if he scores. I That's, think, it, I that think celebration's coming out. I yeah, it's set to happen, isn't it? Let's be honest. Can you imagine that in front of the deligy? He just sort of does a <laughs> knee slide followed by that. <laughs>
2: Stuff will be thrown at him, yeah. including
1: be, flares. Yeah. Drones, flares the lot. Um... It's which have sat Paul Warne, Scott, after just five months in charge. Um, Do you mean Paul Hurst? Paul Hurst. Paul Warne's Rotherham, isn't he? Yeah, Paul <laughs> Warne's Rotherham. I really quite rate Paul Warne, actually. Um, <laughs> Rotherham one. Um, it's, it's not Shane Warne either. No, it's not Shane <laughs> Warne. I <laughs> um, <think it> <laughs> They've uh, won only won the one league game with him in the bottom of the league. Um, I, heard, I heard Mick
0: McCarthy's available, <laughs> yeah. Barry Glendelin said. <laughs>
1: I feel quite sorry for him. It's always hard when someone moves from one club to the other and all of a sudden they tank. Um, he came from Shrewsbury, yeah. didn't
0: he? Yeah, Shrewsbury nearly got promoted last season. They fell up, uh oh, Did they compete in the final and the semi-final?
1: Something like that. And of course, they're not doing so well this season, are they?
0: No, they won, at, they won in midweek against... Uh, they won at home in midweek. But yeah, it's not. it didn't go well for him. He brought a couple of players in from Shrewsbury. Mm. But... McCarthy did a really good job stabilising that club year after year, and you always seem to forget you don't know what you've got until it's gone.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you get what you wish for. Um, yeah. Um, Real Madrid, everyone know how much Real Madrid got in prize money for winning the Champions League last season?
0: It was less than Roma, what Roma got, I think. It was like, is it 75 mil?
1: It was 88.6 million euros. Ah, oh, OK. So, yeah. I'm presuming that's the most that anybody got. You know,
0: hope yeah. so. <laughs> don't you get that for finishing bottom in the Premier League?
1: <laughs> Sunderland, when they went down, got something like £99.9 million or something like that. So, yeah, yeah you're probably not far wrong. Um, Robbie Van Persie is set to retire at the end of the season from playing football. Uh, Lucas Torreira's dad, who's heard about him?
0: Yeah, I've, I heard about that, saying it, I hope he's been a nice lad around Arsenal, saying his pleases, thank yous and saying hello to everyone.
1: Yeah, you listen to the same podcast I do, don't you?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and the powers that be are looking at ways to reduce time wasting. Uh, they're going to have a, a power hour in a meeting about this. Um, one example is Cardiff versus Burnley um, fixture this season. Eight minutes, Great game. yeah, eight. Well, eight minutes were taken up by Sean Morrison taking twenty long throw-ins, uh, and the ball was in play for just forty-two minutes. So, things they're looking at is no subs in injury time, um, and any substitutions, the substitutes walk to the nearest touchline.
2: Which, uh, the second part of that makes more sense I, I saw um, yeah. Rory Hodgson talking about this and saying, so if you're telling me you're going to ban um, substitutions in, in injury time, what if you get a player that's actually injured
1: well, fuck it, it's their problem
2: because <laughs> if that's the case then do you have to start people feigning injuries to come off and stuff like that it's just, the, the biggest thing about the time waste is the player leaving the pitch yeah, so if you're saying you go to the nearest touchline then fine
1: I can't wait for a player to be stood in the middle of the pitch and realising he's got to go off and then accidentally on purpose walking to the furthest away point and then the well, referee think... directs him somewhere else and then he has a big eye. He sort of shrugs himself and waves his hands at the referee. That
2: you know that's almost happen. happened a couple of weeks ago. I think it was Chelsea Man United. I think Rashford was was, was supposed to be coming off and he was over on the far side of the pitch from the, the normal touchline and um, was going to start moving off that way and then started walking back across the entirety of the pitch. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, go off that way then because you're taking too long. <laughs> so he must have, like, if they would have just left it, it would have been in, probably in about 20 seconds. Do you think
0: also the worst one is when goalkeepers take a goal kick, they take it, they put it down one side and then they take it to the other side and then do, do a horrible bowling fast bowler run up and uh, take about... An extra 30 seconds.
1: Our very own Justin Bryant was talking about this a couple of weeks. You on that pod, Ryan? when he was talking about it? I don't it? think so, not that one. He was talking about, he, he seems particularly irked about the fact that why his career finished some sort of 25 years ago, he still seems particularly <laughs> irked about the fact that he gets he got yellow cards for time-wasting because he said the referee wasn't timing how long my goal kicks were before uh, I got my yellow card. Why was he timing them then? How's the referee <laughs> to know? I think, you know, this is, it doesn't seem a bitter man, but this is still something that rankles with him. Um, a couple of Libertadores, uh, speaking of Justin, because his very own River Plate played in the semi-finals. They lost 1-0 at home to Gremio, and then Boca Juniors beat uh, Palmeiras
0: 2-1. In the Can we talk first-time. about, have you seen Benedetto's goal? No. Go on. Uh, it just involves a lovely term, which made me squeal something out loud. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone gets a chance, it's YouTuber.
1: <clears throat> we'll have a look at that, shall we? Um... Okay, so, back to the Premier League. I had a fantastic stat which I nicked off of Toby totally Football Show, which I now can't use. Do you are here.
0: It's alright, you can still use it. I yeah. won't know anything.
1: Okay, if you yeah. not listened to it. Brighton versus Wolves. Why is that a record-breaking... Um, oh, God. <laughs> I do know the answer. I let,
0: <laughs> I let Ryan have a stab at the, in the why, dark.
2: Why is it what? One of the, a record-breaking...
1: It's a record-breaking fixture in the Premier League. Brighton versus Wolves. Why is that?
2: I'm oh, not I'm not even, even going to bother because it's probably right. something to do with the, the <laughs> geographical location of the sun or something like Think
0: that. Better the, than that. <laughs> it's to do with the full name. Is it the longest name in oh, football?
1: It's, it's, it's Brian longest... Hove
0: Albion versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, which is like the longest. Characters. Yeah.
1: It's the longest named Premier League fixture in existence, which beats Wolves versus West Bromwich Albion a few years ago. <laughs> That's a brilliant statistic, that is. <laughs> <laughs> How do people do
2: this? Honestly, I don't understand.
0: It was was it Daniel Story,
1: Duncan Alexander as they all. Duncan Alexander, yeah, yeah. One he's of very three. good. Yeah, he got he did that um, double L stat as well. I always go through his ah. uh, Twitter feed before I do this pod. So,
2: and <laughs> I, I want to be doing <laughs> it next week?
1: No, <laughs> that's cheated. Um, Brighton looking for their third straight win. Uh, Wolves lost to Watford last weekend, didn't they? So, they'd be looking to bounce back from that. Um, Brighton. Um, points won at home. they got 70.6% of their total Premier League points they've won at home, which is the third highest after uh, Bradford and Barnsley. So you'd think this would be a bit of a home banker for them. I was going to
2: say, you carry on, I'm just thinking it's Yeah, top, same.
1: So. I was just going to say Wolves are the only club in Europe's top five uh, yet to change the starting line this season. Yeah, it, keeps,
0: it keeps a very same 3-4-3 three, three formation doesn't he mm. so it's like the same players I want to
2: Wolves so our... <laughs> I want them to do well
0: yeah there'd be a hipster's choice on Football Manager this season wouldn't they
2: <laughs> they would yeah <laughs>
0: as, as we were talking about we, we love the...
2: hipsters on this podcast
0: <laughs> 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 I'm, remind, I'm, you're I'm... a
1: hipster who are you going for I'm a hipster you manage a team in Andorra come on
2: on <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's suggestion, I'm gonna go with a Wolves
1: win.
0: Okay, are you okay, Scott? <clears throat> I will probably say a Brighton home win, uh probably two one.
1: Okay. Uh Fulham versus Bournemouth, uh I've got Fulham awful exclamation mark and Bournemouth have won three out of their last five away. This is just Bournemouth, isn't it?
0: Fulham could break Swinon's record of the most goals conceded in the Premier League season. Would you want I, them to? Yes. Why? They will. They will concede a, more than a hundred. It's nice that, to be in the record books, though. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes the records are meant to be broken.
1: But edit, all, any, all anyone knows about Swindon in the Premier League is hundred goals. You won't have that anymore. And
0: Eric Cantona stamp on John
1: Monka. <laughs> you <laughs> won't even be a footnote in history. You'll just be nah,
0: the... it, It's true but Fulham are on the verge of breaking breaking that this season. They've been horrible defensively.
2: I had really high hopes for them as well.
0: Same. Spending spending so much money, but you have to think that team has to gel. They spent over what was it, a hundred million?
1: I took James's advice and bought Marchand and Seri for my fantasy team, and I wish I didn't.
2: That's it. You'd have to sell him off now.
0: Yeah, but as you said, Bournemouth. Bournemouth looked good this season. They've got Ryan Fraser, who's like one of my favourite yeah. players to watch, and um he'll probably end up at Liverpool anytime soon.
1: <laughs> well, no, he's from the wrong part of the South Coast. He's not from Southampton, is right? <laughs> But he is in the South Coast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Southampton, they're at home to Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle's still winless. Um... And Southampton won 15 versus Newcastle in Premier League history, which was their most versus a particular opponent. Most uh, sort of alarmingly maybe for Newcastle fans is that Danny Ings has got 50% of all their goals so far this season. You don't want all your eggs in that one basket, do you, Right?
2: No, you definitely don't, I think. But the Southampton are really, again, it's, well, I think we talk about this every week with Southampton, where they su- they're supposed to be so much better than they actually are. Hmm. Okay. Um but, yeah, if, you, if you're if you relying on one goal scorer, it's just never a good sign.
1: How many eggs do you want in a basket? Or how many baskets do you need for your eggs?
2: It, it depends on what type of eggs. If we're talking about Easter <laughs> eggs, you want as many as possible in the basket. But if you're talking about normal eggs, you only want a couple because otherwise they'll crack.
1: So you, yeah. you're more a sort of multiple eggs kind of guy?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how I look about life.
1: Okay.
2: I want multiple eggs in my basket.
1: You're a basket you think, half full kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do, you think, <laughs> do you think this will be the last
1: match on my two day? No, I've gone for Watford-Huddersfield. Uh, OK.
2: Um, no, I think this probably would be. Yeah. Watford-Huddersfield what... has got a potential for Watford. Yeah, I
0: guys. could see Mark Hughes moaning about something at 5 for 5.
1: <laughs> I can imagine them both moaning about something at 5, yeah. five. Yeah. as 5. Well. <laughs> I think
0: Rafa has got plenty to moan about, about how the club is being run.
1: Has he had a bit of a free pass so far?
0: <sighs> yes. Because there's plenty of clubs above them spending so much money and he's trying to do the best he can with that squad, but if I was him I would have walked away in the summer.
1: Yeah. I wasn't sure whether the fact that it's winless and we're now the end of October, aren't we? You know, would the yeah. pressure still be sort of as hamstring as he is, would the pressure sort of be um mounting on him at some point?
0: Yeah, I think it will if it still continues in the next month to six weeks when you've got that important run of fixtures coming up mm. to Christmas. Mm. But, yeah, his hands are tied at that club.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, Newcastle fans would... I mean, they're, they're not the happiest bunch of people at the moment anyway with, with obviously everything going on, but they've got a lot of support for Benitez because he is doing... And you're right, he could have walked away whenever at this point and they wouldn't have blamed him for it. The fact that he stuck around despite everything, I think if if he was to be let go by the club uh, I think it'd be people probably would stop turning up I imagine
0: he would have to resign and not be sacked because Ashley still has to pay him off his contract mm.
1: uh, yeah I've for the last time i the actually Watford versus Huddersfield Huddersfield still winless um, Watford have got their most top flight points they've got 16 um, they've got the most top flight points since 82-83 uh, season right guess where they finished then where second?
0: Ooh. Who won the league
1: that year? Eighty-three. I wasn't Everton. Wasn't Swindon. Was it? No doubt. <laughs> i very much doubt <laughs> it.
0: I got no idea. It was a rhetorical question. <laughs>
1: oh right. It was it yeah. Liverpool? Was it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't Chelsea they, weren't, they wouldn't be in existence for they, they were in a club at point, <laughs> I it's only
0: 2004 onwards <laughs>
1: uh, Ryan but... are they going to finish second this season I don't know I don't... oh come on that's what you're here for to know yeah but I'm bad at I predictions like shouting, We know. come this. on boffins like at sort of Mitchell and Webb we, we, we've seen how bad my predictions are World Cup terrible
2: last week especially terrible
1: I was going to say if you listen to this podcast Scott, after the games have happened, it's pretty good to pretty listen it's how it's bad I Shall <laughs> I
0: listen to last week's podcast on the train to uh, the Midlands tomorrow?
1: Yes, to see how, oh, well. got to how bad it. Ryan works. It's, it's, it's not good. So if I'm
2: agreeing with you on any prediction, you've probably got it wrong.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Scott, you probably would not be listening to your own European show, so <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not swap it or something? Yeah. Swap it, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay so how are we going to go for this one are we uh, three red cards in the last two meetings between these teams at Vicarage Road are we going for a Watford win yes yeah it's yeah. okay uh, Leicester versus West Ham um, both teams are looking towards third straight Premier League um, loss and in the last seven meetings Leicester have uh, won four drawn two lost one so sort of onus is with them a little bit and they're at home so the Claude Puel always sort of seems a game or two from getting the boot doesn't he and then he goes and wins another one
0: yeah, it's a bit strange how that happens, because he's actually not a bad coach. He's got a decent squad at, at Leicester. I think he's trying to get the best out of Ine Achen, which is not sort of working at the moment. He's got to try and find Okazaki back into the squad. But on West Ham, they're going to miss uh, Yarmolenko. He's out for, what, six to eight oh, months?
2: Yeah, he's out for... All... Yeah,
0: mm. he, he rupt, is it ruptured his Achilles or something I think like so, that. yeah. Yeah, but... Um, Andy Carroll, back in training after he uh, <laughs> done his knee and after falling out of his apartment drunk in the summer.
1: Brilliant. So, he with, he's going yeah, to play 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, he's get play,
2: injured again. Play 20 minutes and get injured again. Well,
1: a is a doubt as well, isn't he? Yeah, mm. he's got a bit
0: of an injury. Um, it, he started quite strongly this mm. season. I think he wants to be the main man up top for them this season. But, yeah, uh, for Leicester, Powell always is like two mm. games away from the sack, and it seems quite strange. I don't think he's, like, well-loved by, like, the board at the club.
1: It's difficult for him because those players that won the league, um, they're starting to get a bit older, aren't they? So, Kasper Schmeichel's into his 30s now. Wes Morgan is entering his mid-30s. Yeah. Fuchs still hanging around. Jamie Vardy is 32, 33, but he can't go on forever. So, he's got players that have done the impossible with them that have probably got a lot of clout in the dressing room and he's probably got to overlook a rebuilding job at some point
0: I imagine Vardy's got pretty much a lot of clout in that dressing room yeah Casper yeah. Schmeichel <laughs> I reckon as well yeah I think Morgan I was listening to the Totally football show I think they had uh, it was Knott's Forest fan on there uh, and he said that Wes Morgan was pretty much lost it when he was at Knott's Forest mm. so it's a bit strange to see him continue and uh Whenever I see him play he looks like a shadow of the player that was a couple of years ago when
1: they won the league. Yeah. Oh he does Is it two red cards he's had this season? Yeah. Yeah. What happens when players get injured like Andy Carroll? Does he go on to sixty pound a week SSP after a while?
2: <laughs> I think I think you still get paid for you still get paid for yeah. the wages, don't you? Do
1: you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Unless
0: you ask not to. No one's oh,
1: gonna be asking that. Who was, no, it was oh, what's the American guy that played for Milan? I can't remember his name Ah uh, the uh, Aguchi and Wayne That's that the one, the one? Yeah. yeah He with He with uh, Held his wages for you Didn't he Voluntarily Because he was out injured
0: Yeah Didn't he like Tear both his knees Or his crucial cool. in his knees Which I could imagine would be the worst injury To have as a footballer
1: Yeah And then had a big fight With Zlatan didn't
0: he Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I think he could probably Take him
1: I think so I mean if you read The autobiography of Zlatan Zlatan's all basically Sort of under this guy into the ground but looking at him I mean, he was a big lad wasn't he
2: yeah um, everything his last hand does is the top level though isn't it so let's be honest.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> unless he's got 500 career goals now something like
1: that he's still an overrated bellend <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sunday Ryan Burnley is Diceball versus uh, ball. Uh, sorry uh, Burnley got 7 points from their last 4 games
2: <laughs> they always cause us a bit of trouble as Did well they? I think they, they're always there I think they I think, well it was it last season they beat us first game of the season where Chelsea had the two red cards
0: oh That's yeah nice. the 3-2 game yeah last so season the, yeah
2: they are normally a annoying little team to play against but you know there's a lot you know everything's really good at Chelsea right now We're, it's all good Ruben Loftus-Cheek played the game scored a hat-trick on Thursday because you didn't cover the Europa League. Cause, I mean, I get it. It's a terrible competition. I just, but... I just
1: forget <laughs> to go that far when I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, this podcast will be like two hours long. If we could yeah, yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through every group there. Going um, into my Premier League gap, because I've got you in my fantasy team, Eden has a doubt for tomorrow. Uh, yeah. they, like
2: they were saying injury. something about it. Yeah, they were saying something about it um, for the game yesterday. I think he's probably just a bit tired. He probably just needs a bit of a rest.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Sean Dyche versus Italian managers he's won three drawn one and lost five so it doesn't look good for him does it
2: not that's really. not, that, that's that, not no. that bad considering yeah. it is Burnley I don't not that that's a knock on but I think three wins five losses that's not a terrible ratio if you would have okay. said all, all losses I think
0: that's Mourinho form this season
1: isn't it? yeah okay so do you reckon I mean this is away this is at Turf Moor, so how do you reckon you're going to get on
2: I think I think we'll win. I yes. think we'll be okay, but I think it, it will be. They'll probably get a goal in the first 20 minutes Makes it a bit nervy, and I think we'll ping it back in the second half. It's good to want something.
0: Well, Burnley got absolutely gubbed by Man City last week, didn't they? 5-0. So
2: win on Man,
1: win. Man
0: City. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I can, yeah, but sorry's getting this Chelsea team playing some good football, so I can see Chelsea away win.
1: Okay, uh, and last of all, it's Palace versus Arsenal. Um, Arsenal looking for their 8th straight Premier League win. Do you remember when they lost their first two games and everyone's saying Emery out? Although, have, I sp- have they played anyone decent in this run of eight games or have they sort of bumbled a load of sort of lower uh, league teams? I'm not think
2: they have played anyone massive or not.
1: Because they had know. Chelsea and City for the first two games, haven't they? I can't remember them playing, unless I missed it, United or... Spurs plenty, or? I don't think we've hit that yet. Yeah.
2: No,
0: they they won away at Fulham.
1: Yeah,
0: well, they absolutely walloped them. Yes, and it, five, been, it could have been. Yeah, it could have been about ten or eleven. That's when Aaron Ramsey scored that wonder goal. But
2: out of uh, contract in the summer, Aaron
0: Ramsey. What Antonian fifty? Cowie? No, I just think they've just played some good, decent football. I didn't get to see the game on Monday because I was in I was in Rome and. I was enjoying some pizza, as you do. <laughs> as you do. Um, why not? But um, speaking to James earlier, he said that the mm-hmm. second half they just blew him away and they played some really good attacking football. Mm. It's actually quite refreshing to see that uh, when they played Fulham a couple of weeks ago, the Arsenal fans in the away end was chanting, we've got our Arsenal back.
2: Mm. There is a lot of positivity, positivity around the club, which has been severely lacking. Yeah.
1: Well they've got this game tomorrow against Bristol Palace and then I'm just looking at their sort of fixtures so after that 3rd November next weekend they are at home to uh, Liverpool and then home to Wolves away to Bournemouth and then December um, consecutively they are away at oh sorry, at home to Spurs and away Manchester United so it does get a little tougher so we might know a little bit more about the real Arsenal come mid-December might we
0: Plus, you've got the Europa League games as as well
1: added into that. Yeah, you have, of course, haven't you? Uh, when's their next Europa League game? I they've got a Europa like sporting. League Yeah, which is just before the Wolves game on the 11th of yeah. November. So, yeah. Oh, uh, 29th of November. Yeah, so they've got a Europa League game just before the Spurs game as well. OK,
0: so you you probably see the real story, as you said. Probably Christmas time? Yeah,
1: the Christmas
0: probably.
1: fixtures? Um, but Palace have lost their last three, and... So, I was saying this last week, since Wilfred Sahar complained about sort of um, being bullied getting on fouled. the pitch, yeah, getting fouled <laughs> on the pitch, he doesn't seem to have done that much, does he? Uh,
2: he always seems to do that, where he, I think he's got a bit of a history of sort of not picking himself up, because I think saying, coming out and saying, oh, I'm always fouled makes him makes him sound like a, a really dangerous player and everyone you know, has to hack him because he's lagged almost mm. by making a big point of it. Um, he always seems to do this thing where he, he he comes out and does something that you know everyone thinks. Mm, yeah, but you you are good. Don't get don't don't get me wrong. You are good, but you're not world class. And then he suddenly pops off because he's become a bit arrogant about it. Do you think I've he's always thought, arrogant or I'm, he's just I'm, trying
1: to raise an issue.
2: I think he's, I think he's probably raising an issue. I've always had a bit of a problem with Wilfried Zaha. I don't know if that's just because he went to United and I, I think he had that imprint put on where. It, it I think wasn't he? I think feel like he used to dive a lot when he, was, when he was at United, or complain about the, you know, he'd be up in the referee's face and stuff. Like that. I just, I've never really rated him as a person, as a player. I think he's great.
1: Mm. But Okay. Uh, yeah. And Pierre Emerick Aubameyang averages a goal in the Premier League every hundred and four point six minutes this season. So I'm going to go for an Arsenal win here. I, I think I'll well. win as well, yeah. Because yeah. if, if,
0: um, Palace have got no strikers, because is still out injured. And they're not really offering anything up front.
1: To be fair, you could say is available and Palace still have no strikers.
2: Yeah, I was going to
1: say, <laughs> that's actually, that could be a blast uh, in the really. Yeah, I who's his, who's, back,
0: I Yeah, I was going to say Connor Wickham's back, but if you've got Connor Wickham as your lead striker, i.e. like the was
2: Olympics at Sunderland, fight. yeah, you've got problems. You yeah. know, in the Premier League.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um... And that's it, guys. Although I will say we're probably entering James McLean season now, aren't we, as soon as it's sort of getting towards the end of October. Yeah,
0: I I saw someone tweet about the poppies on Sky Sports News earlier.
1: Poppy (laughs) Watch. Yeah. Have you seen the Poppy Watch Twitter account? No. No. It's back. Look at that one. It's brilliant fun. Uh, Right, guys, uh, unless any of you got a AOB, uh, that's it
0: want um, anyone see... Is it Jermaine Pennant on Jeremy Kyle? Was that brought yeah, up last we week? That. Oh, okay. no, you didn't, don't mention yeah, listen that. to
1: the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I did cut that a bit out. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it, was, um, it got a bit frosty afterwards, didn't it? <laughs> oh, did it? So yes. Yeah. So no, don't worry. Just have a listen. A um, <laughs> I, I wish straight away I hadn't mentioned it. Um, OK, so... Uh, Scott, you've done your European podcast with James. So this is basically... Um, Last week's was explaining why you were a Roma fan and why Mm -hmm. uh, James is an Ajax fan. This week, you're talking about both your respective experiences in the Champions League this week, because like you said, you went to Rome and James went to um, Ajax. Ajax,
0: Benfica, yeah. Okay. We also talk about uh, the Milan derby, and I probably said it was was a horrible game to watch. It was awful, I turned it off. Me and Chris agreed with, and um, we also talked about PSV. PSV starts to the in the Eredivisie, which they've won nine out of nine. And I asked him, could they go the whole season unbeaten?
1: Okay, so we'll get to hear that at some point when we're on. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe <I'll>, this weekend. <laughs> I'll try and um, I'll try and edit both of those tonight. Both that and then this.
1: Well, okay, um, there's a unusual Efforts podcast out this week as well, uh, where um, Kirsten, Megan and Jesse uh, talk about why they support the team they support and many listeners sending their suggestions as to why people they support the team they support. Have either of you listened to this?
2: No, no, Not yet, no.
1: It's worth listening to because of the fact that one Arsenal fan uh, chose Arsenal purely because of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fantastic. Uh so yeah, listen to that. Um and we've got plenty of other shows. We're hoping there's a, a debate, uh debate well, my debate show uh a um <laughs> a, a Sunday review show coming up this weekend. <laughs> Let's get that foot out of my mouth there. Um, <laughs> you can like us at Man on the Post on Facebook. Are you both done that boys? Yes I have, yes. Yeah. Good man. Uh follow on Instagram at Man on the Post, you done that? Done. Yep. Good man. <laughs> uh and you can both follow us on twitter as well which i'm assuming you've already done At man on the post yeah yes <laughs> uh if they want to follow you on twitter how do they do that
2: my handle is at the ryan goodman
1: okay uh scott if they want to follow you and say thank you for jumping in at the last minute
0: oh no worries uh scott underscore monroe
1: okay um all our twitter handles and if you like how them, about you, yours chris yeah mine, how about yours <laughs>
2: since Jess is not on <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: At Sea Etchingham 77. Is, um, that cycli- is that cyclist still up on the, on the roof? No, he's down. Oh, oh okay. Legend. <laughs> Absolute legend that boy was. I was hoping someone was going to go up this week and try and beat his record. Um, the central of truth brought to a halt for two days as a man got on a roof and started throwing slates off the roof. And then he moved to a different roof when he ran out of slates. Dressed was <laughs> interesting was cycling gear. He was wearing a lacquer <laughs> and bike helmets. He must have been freezing, the poor man. Um, <laughs> So you can download us from iTunes. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, And so you can subscribe. If you follow us on Acast, you can do the same there. And uh, Stitcher. We're also on Stitcher, just for Sonia. And you can download us and subscribe to us from there. So, Ryan, thank you. Thank you. Scott, thank you. Pleasure. And always remember to keep your man on the post.